Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the Miss Marvel uh, television trailer. Yeah, the Disney, Disney Plus. Plus series. Yeah. I'm very um, anxious, Chris. I've I have I have major thoughts about this about the things going on in the trailer. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about uh, Miss Marvel. I mean, I've read a couple of the comics, so I'm not, but I'm not like deep into the lore. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I have thoughts about this this trailer. Yeah, um, I mean, it's the MCU. You know, it's like this is the this is, uh, this is a, a new a new hero within the MCU. Yeah, I'm gonna save my thoughts for later. All right, dude. <laughs> I love um, it. So, but we also have some news. That's coming. Uh, but first, John, what have you been up to this week? Oh, man. So the big thing is the video game Tunic has arrived on Xbox and PC, uh, and it is on Game Pass. So if anybody has Game Pass, they can they can uh, download and play Tunic. Which one um, is this? Is this new? This is a new game that's out now, and uh, it was released day and day onto Game Pass. We didn't know that that was going to happen, but this was a game that was revealed at, at like Xbox E3 like three or four years ago. It's the little Zelda-looking fox game. Hmm. Um, with like voxel kind of graphics, uh, they had a demo of it for this last E3, um, that I played. So like, it was like what I assumed was like the first dungeon, um, that I played back at E3. Um, what I know now from having played through the game is that that was not a one for one, like first dungeon of this game. Like this game well, and, is, and, yeah. What, and what is Tunic? Oh, it's a it's a it's a Zelda like uh, Zelda like top down isometric um, action game. Um, you play as a fox and you run around and uh, it literally looks like a fox dressed as Zelda, like cosplaying as as uh, or as as Link from Zelda. And uh, and so you're just running around and and the. I, as far as the demo goes, I, I didn't know anything about the story, but the story is that you're trying to rescue. Uh, someone from who's trapped somewhere um, and you like I'm uncovering layers of the story as I go which is like the coolest thing you're kind of just like dumped as a fox onto this beach and you kind of run around and you pick up a stick and you there are monsters and you fight those and you just kind of go wherever you can and explore um, and I uh, you, you kind of stumble upon the story um, through one of the like there's like a quote unquote cut scene or whatever. Um, and uh, and that's where you discover that, hey, there's this it looks like this old like giant like big fox, big tall fox that's trapped somewhere. And uh, and they are wants you to rescue them. And so like you're kind of like that's that's kind of like what I feel like is the main motivator as you go through the game. Um, but really, it's it's a puzzle kind of puzzly action game that uh, is is a lot of fun. The uh, the collectibles in it are you pick, start picking up um, note pa- like notebook pages, um, and so like you pick these things up and they look like uh, a manual for an old school video game, right? Um, and they're in like some mostly in some uh, unknown language, and then there's just like random words that like are are in uh, in English, like popping out and stuff like that, where you kind of piece together how the game works and what different items do and what the uh, like which where you need to go for the different map and like the different steps and things. And that's what I find really cool is that you'll find like 
I found like a page that is way further on. It's like page 30 and I'm maybe on page like the map of it was on page that I'm on is on page like 10. And so like I saw this thing, I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, what is this? And like later on, like I start like kind of getting this idea of like where like the, the pages of this, of this book kind of fill in the gaps between where mm. I'm at and where I'm headed. Um, what I mm. know is ahead. So it's just a really cool way to tell a story as well as like the gameplay is just fantastic. It feels really good to roll around and dodge and to hit these monsters with, uh, with the Fox to figure out how to, um, you know, level up and, uh, and, uh, get your attack and defense and things like that. Raise those stats up a little bit as you go through the game. It's just a really, really fun game that I think everyone should try. Nice. That's awesome. I'll have to uh, to check it out. Yeah. Dude, it's I mean it's it's on Game Pass and like I didn't know based on my experience with the demo where I was like, "Oh, this is cool. This is, you know, I did the first the first dungeon, but like none of the kind of um puzzly elements, none of the like uh, upgrade system like where you're where I'm I'm like collecting things to upgrade uh my character and my stats and things like that or how that takes place. None of that was in the game before. And so like it's it's way more appealing now that I know that all of that's in there. Where I'm just kind of like I'm itching to get back to it, Chris. I want to want to want to finish that game. So, nice. Um, but yeah, what have you been up to this week? Oh man, uh, so this week, um, trying to think, uh, what have I been up to? Oh, uh, I mean, nothing, nothing super, uh, like nothing really with entertainment. Other than I went to a, uh, uh, there's a. A new kind of a newish venue over the past few years, I guess since 2017, in Tennessee called the Caverns, and um, went to see uh, Dashboard Confessional and Jimmy Eat World in the Caverns. It's like this, uh, it's this uh, cave system um, apparently. And I also didn't know that uh, Tennessee is the number one for like the most caves in the U.S. Basically, um, like the most places, like openings or. It's the most porous state, I think, is what she said. Basically, um, whatever that you know really means, <laughs> I don't know. But there's uh, apparently a ton, way more caves than I thought. Which I have a couple friends who go ca- who go caving, like spelunking, um, and they always go around here. I just didn't know where they're going or you know that kind of thing. Um, anyway, but uh, so we did like we went there. It's pretty cool. There's this cave tour of a different part of the system, and then like there's a part of the cave. It's like a four mile uh, cave. We didn't do the whole four miles, but. Um, you can, you can go like adventure caving. You have to like actually go. There's, there's a, uh, they were like, there's a spot where you, you have to fit through a one and a half by one and a half, uh, hole. And I'm like, I don't know if I could actually fit through that. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty tight. Well, like, Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of it was pretty cool. What we walked through and then like the part that the, uh, that the, um, uh, concert was in it was super super cool and it sounded amazing in there John like way better than I would think a cave would sound yeah but so it, like I mean I guess like my thing is is it was it amplified or was it acoustic yeah. nope it's amplified um, I mean that feels like that's just like unless it's just a massive area I feel like that it, would just get really really like echoey and loud it didn't and it's, it is a really massive massive it's a huge cave it's a big venue like compared to ven- other venues in Nashville it's 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 a larger one um and uh and it sounded like it sounded really good in there anyway it was really cool it was great to see dashboard and uh Jimmy World um on tour 
cool uh cool pairing together and uh yeah that's really all i've been up to john uh, the rest of the week's been a blur i'm watching uh the uh march madness ncaa men's basketball tournament right now this weekend started today so i'm excited about that now nice nice How, do you have you done like a bracket this year I have done three brackets this year, okay, John. Okay, so who's on top? Did you? Okay, and here's the other question: Do you do the same <laughs> bracket for all three? No. Well, okay, I, okay. So if I so occasionally, I'm in like different groups with different people. Um, this year, I just I was just in one group, but and we could do up to ten brackets a piece. Um, and so I did three, um, and that's all I could really like. That's all I had time to like create before I, I i like to think about them and like think about the options of like okay if in this bracket this happens mm. then in this bracket i want to kind of cover for that if like you know like if it doesn't go my way over here maybe it'll go the way yeah, so I that think way you're, you're invested here. the whole way through with at least yeah. one of your brackets yeah yeah that and then sense. and then I, I uh and then my third bracket was literally just like a uh just for fun bracket there's a um there's a school in it this year Oh man, I can't remember the full name. I think it's, I think it was Wright State. Anyway, it's Wright State, like right, like our last name. Where I've never heard of this school, um, but I was like, obviously, <laughs> I have to have them in one bracket going all the way and winning the national championship. They're like a 16 seed, and I have them going like they're the bottom, and I'm having them just go all the way. Just so are they I mean, out yet? Then I actually don't know. I, I don't think they played today. Okay, I might gotcha, play. Gotcha. I mean, the, the first round takes basically. Today and tomorrow. Uh, there's a to lot get of through. there's a lot of games. There's a lot of games and a lot of teams in it. At yeah. First. Yeah. And then there's like second round is usually on uh, Saturday Sunday. So. Gotcha. Oh uh, yeah. Gotcha. I mean it's 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 uh it's 32 games over the course of two days, basically. Well, I dig it, Chris. You're gonna have to update everybody to like you know let them know how all of your brackets did. You oh know? yeah. And I know uh, it'll be going on the rest of March. So yeah, yeah. So you know, we'll 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 check we'll check back in, Chris. We'll check back in, yeah. see how you're doing. You know, yeah. Whenever one of them gets taken out, you know, we'll we'll uh we'll you know play the sad music or something. I don't know. Boom 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 boom. It's a Price is Right situation. Yeah, I think it's bump bump boom. That's what I remember. <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, the uh that's that's what we've been up to, Chris. Um and later on we're gonna talk about the Ms. Marvel trailer. But first the news The news, John. Um so we've got a few a few items like to rock through here. Um let me see, where do we want to start? Where we already want to start. All right, let's just start, you know, let's let's do the old the old MCU sandwich, Chris. So uh, that way we don't pile all the MCU for the end here. But we're yeah. going to talk about the Daredevil reboot that yes. is reportedly is set to begin production as a Disney Plus MCU series. Amazing. Um, I'm hoping we don't have a lot of details on this, but I'm hoping now that like the the Daredevil like universe is on Disney Plus, I'm hoping they continue that timeline. Is what I hope. Mm, yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like I'm calling it a reboot. So so the details are that the latest issue of quote unquote Production Weekly. So I say quote unquote, but that's the name of the the. the <laughs> the name of the publication uh production weekly which provides listings of pre-production or in production projects for film professionals includes a section for a show simply referred to as quote daredevil reboot end quote so mm. like so like that's the details that we have that hey they're developing a new daredevil thing and them calling it a reboot has me somewhat like somewhat concerned or interested in like the fact that they're calling it a reboot um 
rather than like a continuation or like yeah the reboot aspect of it feels like that's a like we're hitting the reset button yeah i mean possibly i mean you also have to i think we also have to like keep in mind that it's been what six years since this show has actually been in production so yeah. I mean, you are kind of rebooting the entire production the like the storyline is like what i'm they can take two different directions with this uh it's got charlie cox in it uh, so so daredevil actor you saw him in in uh no way home and um so he's he's back he's officially in the mcu they brought everything over which made a lot of sense um yeah, we have the multiverse either, type situation going. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, option one is, it's this is some kind of like uh, alternate universe where maybe we say that uh, Daredevil and its and its universe kind of fits in. I don't know, or like, or this is completely new and separate, and is kind of a spinoff from. And we'll figure out like what what they're actually doing with the multiverse and and uh, Doctor Strange. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't love that dude. Like, this is the thing. Like, I I like. I'm all for multiverse and all that kind of stuff. One of the things I've always liked about Marvel and the MCU is that they tell that they tell this all encompassing storyline that fits together. And mm. we'll kind of get more into this kind of stuff with the Miss Marvel. Cause I kind of have some, some similar thoughts there of like, um, like I, I like the fact that it all kind of fits together. Mm-hmm. And, um, Whereas, you know, like, I'm okay with DC popping around and doing things like the Batman, and it's in a different timeline and universe than uh, than Justice League or, you know, the Snyderverse, whatever you want to call it. Like, I'm okay with that, and I feel like we've always been okay with that because DC's always been like that. But then Marvel, except for X-Men, which just feels like they're pulling in <laughs> with uh, Doctor Strange, uh, they haven't been like that. And so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, and that's, I feel like with the, with the acquisition, the Fox acquisition, we're like, Hey, let's pull in the X-Men movies. And then with the, the Spider-Man situation where it's like, Hey, let's pull in, you know, everything here. Um, it does seem like it's getting further and further away from that initial, uh, idea of like, Hey, we're going to have a essentially a long form comic book serial story that is told in chapters and phases over a bunch of different properties and sequels. And you have to watch all 29 of these movies to really understand the, the gravity of what's happening in the, you know, the end game or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you haven't watched Loki, right? You haven't watched that television show. No, I still haven't watched it. Okay, I'm you sorry. should watch it, but because it's fantastic. But, first and I know all. that they deal with it there as well. They definitely well. deal with it there, and they actually introduce what is what is going to be the next big Marvel MCU villain. Um, yeah, I- I- there, and right. uh, it's it's in a fantastic way. It's awesome, um, but yeah, like that. It feels like now we're kind of like. You've essentially like taken this this immaculate like um, okay I'll use I'll use this analogy an immaculate like uh, ant hill and you've just like like accidentally like 
tripped over it now now it's everywhere you know yeah and that's kind of how i feel like with some of the with some of the plot lines and storylines that are happening um and some of that's unavoidable because like some of that we i guess we had already because like even we've talked about before that the marvel netflix stuff didn't have like avengers tower in the skyline which was like a glaringly obvious you know standout thing so i don't know it's 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 uh how much of this is like how we were already there and how much of it is new, I guess. Right. Well, and, and I, I think that like the, the only thing I probably would be okay with is if they said, okay, those other uh, storylines, Jessica Jones, the defenders all happened in an alternate universe. And now mm-hmm. this is the, this is the daredevil for the mainline MCU. Because like the, the honestly, like yeah. what I've been okay with, with the, with the, with the, the multiverse is like basically creating an an in-universe way to make sense of the fact that there are two other Spider-Man movies Mm -hmm. and there are like six other X-Men movies Mm -hmm. and they're all now supposed to be together. Like the fact that those are all alternate universes, that makes sense to me. Um, Mm -hmm. If it's anything other than that and we start having like mainline stories that are in alternate universes, that's the part that I'm like, I don't want that really honestly because yeah. then it's like well then like nothing nothing means anything anymore to me at least it's like mm. it's all tied together but not i don't know yeah and then like if if something like if you just decide retroactively where you're like oh yeah you know well that was just in a different universe or whatever right. like that's what it feels like and that's what this kind of feels like if they did decide to put those in like an alternate universe where like they reference uh the first avengers movie but beyond that like nothing really ties in and we don't really ever like even find out like what happened like we don't find out the result necessarily in the avengers uh one movie in that universe so like it could easily be like oh yeah that's uh that's earth three or or four or something like that right like it's like an alternate universe uh for the marvel netflix movie or shows and then now we're just like kind of tying them in and telling what this universe's uh versions of those stories are um I guess that would be okay with me. Um, but I also do think it kind of retroactively trivializes what they were, what they were trying to accomplish. Um, well, I don't then. know if trivialize it just kind of like it leaves them in the bubble where they were, which yeah. I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? It doesn't really change yeah. anything to me. And that's okay it, because it doesn't, it doesn't change how good or, or bad they were. Um, right. it, it just, it just takes them and puts them over here, you know, it says like, yeah. Hey, this exists and it's cool. If you want to watch it, um, and it, and, you know, but it won't like tie into the, the serialized narrative that we're telling through all of these different mediums, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That like DC's going to have to win me over with when they do it in flashpoint too. Like I don't, you know, I, yeah. I am entirely skeptical of like what they're trying to pull off there Yeah, and if it feels like it makes sense or not, I don't know. Although yeah. I will say like, even with the comics, I feel like, uh, DC has been way more, uh, Lee has leaned way more into uh, things like Earth One, Earth Two. Mm-hmm. You know, like all these different like timelines for Batman versions of Batman and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That like it makes a little more sense to me over there to have all these standalone kind of properties all over the place because I feel yeah. like DC's kind of they've never really gotten their their stuff together to actually uh, tell a prolonged uh, unified story. Correct. Yeah. I mean, and because they, they tried to tried to rush it, they tried to shoehorn it, yeah, um, yeah. you know, at a certain point and then it's like, well, that didn't work. And so then they went back to what was working before and then, you know, now we have what we have. So, um, fascinating dude. Uh, next piece of news, that, <laughs> um, is 
the release date for this is another another comic booky type of a thing. Release date for Gotham Knights, the uh, the next uh, Arkham game, yes. um, has been announced, and that is on October twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. So not too long, man. I know, dude. I can't wait. I, like I predict, I'm not gonna buy this day one. I yeah. predict this game will freaking just like annihilate everyone else this holiday season. Um, I think, like, man, this thing's going to, like, we've been waiting this long for a sequel to the Batman games, and, like, just seeing the success of the Batman in theaters right now, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it just passed, was it half a billion dollars um, at the box office or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, like, I mean, it's only been out three three weeks, two weeks now? Two weeks, right? No. Yes, two, two, two. Two. No. No, Three. Three. This is third. This is the third weekend. <laughs> yes, Actually, yeah. So this is the. So it's been out for yeah. two. It's this is the third. This is the third. Um, yeah. I mean, I think like every, people love Batman, dude, and we they love we love the the universe. And it's been far too long since a Batman movie. Also, been far too long since a Batman game. Yeah, I mean, and you think about like even not only the success of the Batman like that because that's the Batman's name, but like even. Even even the Joker or whatever Joker that movie oh, Joker, or yeah. whatever like I mean it's just a, it was great super characters. successful and it's like it's like that doesn't even have Batman in it <laughs> yeah I mean like it, it, it goes to show it goes to like the like the Batman universe of characters are just great characters yeah and, well, um, and they're beloved like people people yes. absolutely love it so yeah um, and rightfully so because there's some really good ones in there um, so October twenty second Chris this one's a a single player or co op it's it's the first kind of uh, Batman like Arkham aspect. game that you can play in co op yeah that's the part yeah. of it where I'm like man this is like that excites me like of yeah. like hey let's let's do some co-op type situation with this game um which i think is another reason why it will probably sell well because like yeah. you start talking about like, hey let's play batman together let's play some like yeah. let's play some gotham knights together and it's like oh of course let's do this um because you'll get that you'll get that like you know everybody and then their friends will all want to want to play together so yeah um i agree i agree with you um let me see the last piece of news chris to talk about is one that i am very 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 excited to talk about and i was trying to figure out a way to make it the like the like big enough to be the main segment but it it is it's not but Uh that is yeah (laughs) uh denis villeneuve says the Dune Part Two script is mostly finished. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm super pumped about it. He, so his uh, his quote is: "The screenplay is finished mostly, but it's always a work in progress. It'll be a work in progress until the final cut. But I will say it's solidified. I have a script in my hands. We are in prep right now. And then in regards to uh, IMAX footage in the in the film, um, he said definitely." cinematographer Greg Fraser and I, we fell in love with this format and definitely there will be even probably more IMAX footage in this movie. Definitely. Uh, we also have a couple of casting, um, announcements. Um, Elvis, the, the, the upcoming Elvis movie star, uh, Austin Butler is going to play, um, a, uh, a character as well as Florence Pugh. And I love, I freaking love Florence Pugh, man. She was in Midsummer. She was in little women. Um, she was in black widow. Yeah. Uh, super, uh, super pumped for that. Shows um, up, just, Chris, Chris. Shows uh, up in Hawkeye as well. Oh yes, that's true. And fantastic in that. <laughs> I uh, so the movie is set to premiere October twentieth, twenty twenty three. So we have a little over a year, year and a half, basically, to uh, till we get to this movie. But I am, dude, freaking pumped. 
dude. Like the first half, the first half of this movie is so good. Yeah, <laughs> so good. It's, it's funny. Like it, I wonder, kind of like how much how. What do you think the odds are that he actually got his wish and this is just a part two of of what would be a trilogy? Mm. I mean... That was I his original goal. That's a good question, Chris, because I was like wondering, because I was like, okay, the, that first movie, it does feel like we end it just after where you would normally end like a first third of a, mm -hmm. like a, of a trilogy, right? Like a right? first act, yeah. Yeah, and so like ends like I I would say like somewhat of an awkward place if you're looking at this thing as a whole story, right? But how much of that can you like if you were given like okay, well that first movie it's actually you know not at the halfway point. That's not just part one of part of two. It's now part one of three. I feel like you could do. I feel like you, even with the way that 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 story was at, you could still make it feel right for like part two and part three of this thing. So yeah. I don't know, man, I hope so. I mean, that's Fingers what crossed. I just want to spend more time with that world and that vision and those characters. Like, yeah, I, I also cool. think, isn't there, there's a, uh, there's some kind of, um, HBO max show coming. Isn't there around Dune? I don't Hang know. HBO I haven't seen this max Dune show. Thought that, that something like that got announced. Um, the Sisterhood is a direct-to-streaming TV series in development at HBO Max. The series is set to tell the story of uh, the the Ben Gesserit, um, which is like the order of the Sisterhood that uh, the mother was a part of in in Dune. Try not to be spoilery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like talking around like Dune Part One is like. So yeah, okay. I don't know when that comes out. Um, is it is it same like is it uh is it same like creative team like like what do we? It says we will soon be they'll soon be streaming a prequel series. Okay, interesting. First so... greenlit in 2019. The series initially had blah 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 blah. Okay. Let's so before the movie the even came out. Yep. Um, nobody knows who's in the cast. There's not a trailer. Chris, is this, just, is this just vaporware? Like, is this just like in a, you know? I don't think. No, I don't think so. Like, they were, after the movie came out, like, it was kind of like HBO Max was like, yeah, 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 we're going to have more. We're going to have more stuff. Um, I remember them talking about it. The interesting thing is, like, that there are so many books um dune like in the oh, in yeah. books in the dune world like this it's just endless you know it's just like they could yeah. come up with so much different stuff um yeah. you know spinoffs and and different stories and things like that within that universe so that's very cool dude i'm uh i'm in for both of these things i'm down just give me give me more of that of that that sci-fi world chris yep that's the news all right chris let's talk about the ms marvel trailer yeah, so if you haven't a chance, go over to you know the the YouTube's and uh, watch the Marvel Studios Miss Marvel trailer. Uh, it's about a minute and forty seven seconds long. Um, it's got a cool version of uh, of Blinding Lights by The Weeknd with kind of an orchestral um, score. I dug uh, it, dude. It's I mean, good overall, vibe. overall, um, what are your what are your first impressions with this? 
So there's a lot about it that I like. Um, and then there's a lot about it that I have questions about. So the first thing that I, I the things that I like about it um, are I like the character still like I like the 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 tone I love the the fact like early, like the very first moments of the trailer like there's like the comic text and things like that um, and I'm not sure if that's just for the trailer or if that's for like um, yeah I'm, I'm you know, iffy on the in the series can we pause there for a second yeah so like I mean I love I mean I love uh, uh, stylized uh, movies and stuff like that I mean I wish that like Ant-Man had been more like mm. Scott Pilgrim versus the world uh, in its, you know, how stylized it was, you know, like uh, with Edgar Wright being the director of both of those. And, uh, and so I'm not opposed to it, but like, that's what I'm confused by kind of just like, is because it's only in the first part of the trailer. Yeah. Like, and, and like, and I mentioned Blinding Lights. I think it's a great version of Blinding Lights, but like that is not traditionally what we do with Marvel properties is like use a licensed track. Again, not opposed to it. I'm just confused by this trailer, John. Like, Blinding yeah, Lights mean, has this very like '80s kind of feel. Like it's it's a it's a it's 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 made. I mean, it doesn't. But this is not set in the '80s, and and nothing in this uh, a lot alludes to anything in that song. So I'm like, other than it being a cool song, mm-hmm. I don't know why we're we're using it in this trailer. Yeah, and I guess like that's the part. Like it's like okay, we'll have to wait for the series to determine like okay, what's the vibe? Like what is the vibe that they're going for? Is it that st- hyper stylized like, you know, like you sh- you know the good shadow like Edgar Wright, you know, Scott Pilgrimy type of uh of stuff? Like is that are we doing that in this in MCU? Or is that just for like that in the song? Is that kind of just for the trailer? Yeah. And we will like just kind of revert back. I will say with the Hawkeye series, there were some some moments with some uh, some fun like licensed uh, stuff going on, like licensed music stuff, which I I, I appreciated. It kind of brought brought this like fun, cool aspect to it that uh, that was unique. Um, specifically because it's like a holiday thing. So like there was some holiday, you know, type of stuff going right. on. And um, I'm definitely okay with them exploring and like experimenting, especially in these like shows. Um, yeah, like here's the thing, like, but I also like, and I want to, I, I have to figure out how we're supposed to look at these characters and what lens we're supposed to look at these characters through. Like it is kind of, that's where I feel like maybe they did do the right thing with, with Ant-Man and pull back from a super stylized kind of like, a different feel to him so that he could feel like he fits in that world. Whereas mm-hmm. I watched this and I'm, I, I initially, I'm like, this feels like this is my, this is just my first impression. This feels like a Disney channel CW kind of style, like show to me. And I don't equate those things with the Avengers. So I don't get necessarily that vibe from them. I get the Hawkeye type of vibe from them. Um, and so I think that that because we're still getting our 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 taste of like we've had three of the the Disney Plus series um, Marvel produced uh, and Hawkeye was definitely like you know fun and like felt like a uh, you know like a Home Alone like had a lot a lot of like Home Alone vibes in in a lot of places and then we had before that we had Loki which has its own unique kind of like very um, comic booky but also like retro sci-fi vibes right like retro sci-fi bureaucracy vibes and then you had the like the only one that is like the most standard was um 
was oh, I guess we had WandaVision too. Never mind. WandaVision, very very uh, unique kind of a like sitcommy thing for the first half. Yeah, but that of made it. sense because it was like inside, inside her little of her world. Head. Yeah, 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 yeah. We found so, like, like a, a way to like, and then I guess the back half of it, the back half of that series, like was very pretty standard. You know, as yeah, far it's pretty as, conventional. Uh, a, and again, a Marvel I, thing goes. I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't I don't I'm not gonna like it. I'm not saying that like I I just I want it to make sense. Right. Once we and get I, here, for for me, like I just need them to like tell me like okay like you said like hey you know how how are we approaching this thing yeah. um and because in my you know in the comics uh kamala khan like is it, it teams up with the avengers all the time right and that's you know that's another thing like it with this trailer the second thought i had was did they completely change her powers <laughs> like does she have just a completely different set of powers than she does in the comics because in the comics uh, she is able to like stretch her body and to mm-hmm. sh- shape shift in things, which is weird, you know, like for a live action show. Like, yeah, I talked about like how like I didn't know how they were gonna like you know do that graphically. It would be very very intensive to like to do that. Um, they do some of it with Ant Man. It's it's essentially like her powers are like a combination of like Ant Man and uh, and Mister Fantastic, which you know I'm also interested in how they're gonna do like Mister Fantastic. Fantastic, you know, with the stretchiness and stuff like that yeah. within uh, within whatever they do with the Fantastic oh, yeah. it gets, Four. That kind of stuff gets just real go- in the go- super goofy land, you know. Yeah, and like and so like I I would almost you know I, I feel like it's probably a budget situation where like okay well let's just like make them make them sparkly fists and energy powers and stuff like that and it's like okay well that does bring it more in line with. Uh, her namesake of Captain Marvel, you know, that, that does bring it closer to that. But in the translation to film, I'm just, I, I just don't know if they've completely gotten rid of her, her power set. And like, this is a brand new power set. Well, it looks like, I mean, it looks like, uh, you know, like I don't remember where her powers came from in the comics. She's a, uh, she's a, um, Oh my gosh. Whoa. I'm, I'm then she's, so there's the X-Men and then there's the, what are they? Uh, so there's the X gene people and then there's the, Oh man, I'm uh, not immortals. It's the, um, I'll be right back. I'm going to look it up. Cause, okay. uh, cause like it's, I'm just, well, like, so like in the show, it looks like she's putting on these bracelets and that's where she's getting her powers. Like in the trailer here. Yeah. That's what it, that's what it implies at least. Which could be cool. You know? Yeah. I mean, it depends on, I mean, like before, uh, so let's talk about before in 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 phase, uh, in in the Infinity Saga, like people were getting their powers from like the Infinity Stones, and it seems like more now once we move away from that, it's more like people are getting going to be getting their powers through magic. Right. Um, the Inhumans. What like. That's what she is. She's ah, an Inhuman. Inhumans. Okay. Who get their there, powers like through? So that, like, that makes me. That makes me think. That makes me think about. So wasn't there an, an Inhumans? movie that was planned but then that got canned yep because uh and then the, the agents of shield television show was setting up that movie Inhumans, and uh and then it seems like they've just completely done away with inhumans in the mcu altogether so until well so if she doesn't get her powers as an inhuman and she gets it through magic then they, then it's confirmed that they're completely gone at least yeah. for now yeah interesting yeah i wonder if they want to I wonder if they're wanting to do that just so that they can bring in X-Men and not have like these two different competing 
Yeah, where you're like, oh yeah, these people have the uh, the inhuman, you know, gene or what? Like, cause like there's the X gene, and then the inhumans are basically like, you know, part like other species, uh, mm. and and then that that side of their uh, DNA gets activated somehow, and then that's how they kind of get their powers. So like, so yeah, you have these two like very similar styles of like getting powers, and so if they are gonna bring in the X gene, it's just like, well, maybe maybe they just make make that the main one and then just write out in humans altogether for now. Yeah. Here's the other, I mean, so I already struggle watching these Disney plus shows because like, I don't know, like TV is just not like TV shows. is not something I, I sit down unless I binge it. I've talked about this multiple times, unless I binge it. Like I don't really sit down and watch a lot of like TV on, like on a weekly basis from week to week. Sure. Um, and so I already struggle watching them. Like my, my first gut with this is like I definitely like I have zero reason to watch this week to week. Now, like if I have a weekend and I can just binge through it all, uh, you know, I'll probably do that. But um, I then and and I and and I and I realize maybe this show is not. It's a geared toward a different audience. It's geared toward it, it does. It feels and I'm, when I say like CW like Disney Channel like it feels geared toward a younger audience. Um, it feels geared, you know, more to like the 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 preteen and teen audience than it does, uh, like my my demographic. Sure, I mean, and that's you know, the comics have have been that way as well, where it's like, hey, yeah, yeah, these are you know, these are super popular. But like, do we need to watch that? And that's yeah. where I need I'll need to know like, do I have to watch this to understand? Like, I know before I watch Doctor Strange, I need to go back and watch Loki, and I need to go back and watch uh, Hawkeye. Um, but like, you know, I'll just need to know, I guess, and I will, I, you can tell me, I guess, <laughs> uh, like, will I need to go back and watch, you know, this before another part of the MCU happens? My in suspicion theaters? is that you'll probably want to watch this before you watch the next, uh, like Captain Marvel or something like that. Like I, I, I suspect like all of the shows will, um, at the very least give context to whatever the next movie in the characters. Like, so for example, like WandaVision giving context for, uh, yeah. you know, whenever she shows up in it was, right. it's multiverse of madness. Right. Right. Um, and then also like with, you know, the multiverse situation of, you know, Hey, well, who's this character? Like they showed up first in Loki, you know, it's like, okay, well and that's, watch and that's Loki. And so, like, I think, like, yeah, whenever, the, whenever, whenever these things become um, uh, basically crossovers, yeah, that's whenever it will matter. Or, or if you're like satisfied, and I think this is this is a fine way to approach it, where if you're like, hey, I'm just satisfied watching the the films, um, yeah. and then it's like, okay, well, that that should be a good way to go. Like there shouldn't be like, and this is part of the problem I've had with so much of the MCU and requiring certain mm -hmm. properties, like so many different movies, even like if you're just only a film person, like if you're only like a movie person, yeah, I'm way more movie into, than I am TV. Yeah. And you have to watch like 20 some odd movies before you can make sense of the Avengers like movie. I don't know. Like I feel like if you watch like, some yeah. of them, most of them, only ones you really wanted to, only the ones you cared about. Like you'll be fine, and yeah. you'll you'll miss some context. It's like, oh, did you understand what what you know what it meant whenever you know Tony Stark sacrificed it all? But you know, it's like it, I don't know. Like no, probably not. But like, does that matter? Did you enjoy the movie? Okay, good. You know, yeah. so I think like that's the well, that's the like, thing that they've a, got to balance. There's definitely a difference for me, at least in my opinion, like for for me personally. There's a difference in something like okay, I like 
watching. I don't really think there were for for me there weren't really any duds with the movies uh, in the Infinity Saga. Um, there was you know like I mean Ant Man were definitely for me low points. Um, yeah, there's and some then, ups and downs. There's some ups yeah. and downs, but nothing was a dud. Everything yeah. was, you know, we, we talked about that before. Like they generally hit around, a, you know, it's between a seven and a ten, and yeah. they're consistently good. You yeah. know, uh, to use a different show, like uh, I know uh, that I could gain additional context for what's going to happen in Doctor Strange if I went back and watched What If. But I watched the first three episodes of that show and Man. hated it, and it's like I don't want to watch something that I consider like not fun to watch for me. Right, right. You know what I mean? That's a big yeah. difference. There's a big difference between that and like watching a movie that's a seven out of ten. I mean that's still really good, you know? Yeah. That's the yeah. I guess that's the problem that I have of like uh, do I do I have to watch this stuff? I'm not saying that anybody who likes it is likes crap. I'm just saying for me, I didn't like it. I was like, this is not fun. Like do I have to go back and force myself to watch this stuff? Right. It's that situation where um for me where like everybody just has limited time. Right. And so like, yeah, it's the video game situation where people are like, Oh man, it gets real good after like 20 hours. And you're like, yeah. I don't, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. You know, immediately that just, that writes me off. Like where it's like, I'm, if it doesn't click with me, like within the first like hour or two, you know, it's like, then yeah. I'm, then I'm out. And so same with TV where it's like, if TV doesn't click with me on like the second episode of something, at then it's like, at least third. Yeah. I'm pretty much out. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I didn't watch, I didn't watch, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of TV that way where it's like people, even people like will be like, Oh man, I love this show. Like this show is like one of the best. And like, I recognize that like breaking bad, it's probably one of the best shows ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah doesn't appeal to me like i've watched yeah. like a couple episodes i'm out man like and it's like yeah. i just have, have i realize if, i've but chosen what if breaking bad was was required to enjoy a t movie franchise that you freaking love <sighs> that's a good question because like i that's feel like i would I, I would just choose to enjoy it it a little bit less or understand it less yeah. and still enjoy myself because it's like the and overall amount of like pulling out my hair of like i do not like this show this breaking bad show i'm not into yeah. it but you know the overall be, of watching that show the overall negative outweighs the positives of like oh i understand that reference in that movie or i understand like this character's motivations a little bit better or i understand yeah. like what's going on here a little bit more you know yeah. so it's like everybody's got to make their decisions of like hey what are the things that you know is it worth it is it worth it for me personally you know yeah and like you like i said like you said like none of these things are like necessarily like, like bad it's just like you just don't enjoy it because like i said yeah breaking bad like universally praised like I don't know another person that is like, I just do not like that, that, that show. But I personally just couldn't like, yeah. can't, can't get on board. I'm, I'm out. Well, like, <laughs> you know, and I think they're doing it like Disney is doing it specifically in other areas with star Wars, you know, like, uh, spoilers for Boba Fett. Like, but I'll use like Cad Bane as an example. Like whenever I, like we, we watched it with our friend Elise who hasn't watched, um, clone wars. I mean, and Clone Wars is a huge... If you're saying you need to watch Clone Wars, Clone Wars is a huge investment to understand Star Wars. It is. Um, and I know a ton of, like, diehard, like, uh, Star Wars fans who just, like, they they get halfway into Clone Wars and, like, something turns them off. It's either the... the um, it's either the roughshod, like, way that the, the, the episodes are ordered um, mm -hmm. or it's, like, the the weird, like, it feels like one-shot kind of storytelling, but something turns them off, and then they 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 completely abandon 
watching it. But whenever I have to, like, when we're watching, you know, something like Boba Fett, Cad Bane shows up, and then our friend uh, that we're watching it with uh, is like, who's that? And I have to pause it and and explain for 20 minutes, like, who Cad <laughs> yeah. Bane is. Yeah. That's a problem. It's a little um, bit, yeah, a little wasn't, bit. It, it wasn't. It probably wasn't twenty minutes, but like I don't know. Like at some point, it just becomes this huge web where you have to. Yeah. I don't know. Like it, it's like how how in in fandom do you have to be to understand and sure. enjoy this? Sure. Yeah, and I guess like that's you know that's the that's the question we still have to answer with uh, with MCU because like it used to be like oh man there's like twenty two different three hour long movies you got to watch and it's like well that's already a lot but now it's like you know all of those movies plus a bunch of tv series that are all like you know six or seven hours a piece and it's like oh my goodness this is a lot um you know so like yeah i guess i my thing is i hope that the mcu is able to like navigate the the, the same kind of paths that the that the comics do to some extent, you know, to varying degrees of success, obviously, but like the comics will navigate these things where they'll have crossovers and it's like, okay, well, did you like that character? Maybe pick up their comic and see what their backstory is and see if you can make this thing make sense. Um, which is something I, I, I appreciate about that, that format is like, okay, we can kind of have these, these things that intertwine a little bit, but I don't need to know everything about every character. Um, and that's fine. Whereas like, you know, like you said, like with, you know, some of the Star Wars things where it's like, well, you know, to understand some of this stuff, you kind of do need to know that stuff. And so it kind of, you know, in, in a self-contained story, if that's what the goal is, then you've kind of missed, missed a little bit of the mark there. Whereas in this case, it's like, if so far we haven't had anything to say otherwise, but, but yet, but so far it's fine. Like so far, like if you're like, Oh, I'll watch this one. Don't I'll skip that one. I'll watch this one. I'll skip that one. It's all good. Like that's all. Yeah. Fine. I just, I just know, I know Marvel and I know there's going to come a day in which it's not fine anymore. <laughs> yeah. Where <laughs> somebody will show up in a movie and you're like, who's that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, that being said back to like <laughs> back off of the, like the Marvel Marvel as a whole, but back onto this yeah. trailer. Yeah. Um, the, I, 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 I like it. Like, I like a lot of things about it. It is, it is one of those things where I'm like, ah, I'm a little disappointed that it doesn't feel like the same kind of, uh, powers of the character, but the personality of the character seems, uh, seems completely accurate. Like, and, and the, the backstory, like, you know, even if the getting the powers is different, it's like, okay, well this, this can be the same character, um, and the same, you know, vibe of character, uh, with, with different powers and i would still be in because kamala khan is such a cool character in the comics and uh and the vibe of those stories is all all like is the important thing to me um because again like the action it's like okay yeah it's really cool like the embiggening that's the one where i'm like oh man she shouts embiggen and gets you know makes makes her like something gigantic and it smashes things she can still do that in this case if it's like a big energy fist or something right um so like we yeah, can, like we can change style. change the powers but still have the personality of these like yeah these really cool quirky kind of uh personality things that i love with that character you know yeah that would make more sense like if she, she it's kind of like green lantern style like stuff like and she you kind of see that in the trailer with that yeah. shield that she's throwing up and stuff like that yeah, and so like, I, like, I, guess, I like, think we also have to like think through. This is probably an origin story as well. So like, yeah, you know, whatever her her powers eventually become mm-hmm. may not all manifest themselves in this uh, first season. 
That's interesting. That's a really, that's a good shout too. Cause yeah, yeah. You develop things over time and I mean, and, and you know, by all, I guess signs, it seems like she's going to be in like the next Marvel movie. Um, so like, or Captain Marvel movie, that's what I mean. Um, the next Captain Marvel movie. And so like that could be really cool. So anyway, the, uh, so to develop those listened, powers further. Is there. she, is she listed in the cast? So it's called, but it's called the, the name made me think that it was, uh, that she would be in it. Let me find out Captain Marvel two. Um, but yeah, like the same, basically the same, uh, my, my overall take is that like, okay, a little disappointed we changed the powers, but, um, if it's the same character underneath, I'm still fine with it. <laughs> uh, it's called the Marvels, Chris. Yeah, there's the Marvels. Yep, that's the yeah. that's the that's the sequel um, to Captain Marvel. And so, yeah, so you assume that like that means a character named Ms. Marvel should probably be in the movie called the Marvels. Yeah, she's not listed right now in in, in the cast. Oh wait, hang on. Nope, she is. There it yep. is. So yeah, so you're right. It so would that's be where like. So again, I just I'm just gonna double down on like I need, it needs to make sense in this world, yeah. And she needs to make sense. I I mean I feel, I feel like that yeah I feel like maybe I'm leaning more towards like ah that was probably like a trailer situation with the stylized like uh like stuff which is both okay yeah it makes sense also it's kind of like man <laughs> you know because yeah. it's cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah, again, I'm, I, I like. I want to. I want to reiterate. I'm not. I'm all for experimenting and doing some cool things. Like, um, I just want it to like. Again, I just want it to make sense. Cool. Well, that's all I have to say. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> other other than just, dude, I'm I'm excited. I'm pumped for it. The 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 next big thing I think is Moon Knight. I think that's the that's the one that's coming out uh, sooner. Like that's the Disney Plus series that's coming out. Yeah. Which is going to explore a different type of a genre, um, in like the horror side of things. So. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, uh, you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250. And johnwright777. And at stayintargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really, really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.